Hi, I'm Christine, and welcome to the 5 Foot 5 and Growing Podcast, a podcast where I dig deep, do some difficult self-reflection, try to learn from my past, all the while trying to become the woman I want to be, whoever she is. I haven't figured that out yet, hence the podcast. So please join me on this new journey of discovery and hopefully growth. Figuratively, of course, I'm 5 foot 5 inches tall. That doesn't mean I still can't grow. Welcome to the latest episode of the 5 for 5 and Growing Podcast. This is your girl, Christine. How's everybody doing today? Today is Tuesday, August 11th, and I am 11 days deep into what I was trying to do was a birthday push. So uh, a little over a year ago, I started this podcast as a way to, one, start a podcast because I always wanted to. And two, was to help me help me Uh, or have people listen to me as I try to help me help me, if that makes sense. And I thought I would track my journey as I try to lose weight and get my life back on track. And I was about to turn 40. a week or so before I started the show. And a year later, I am about to turn 41 on Saturday the 15th. And uh, I was hoping to be a lot farther along in life um, when I started this. I thought I'd be a lot thinner. I thought I'd be... Uh, my credit score would be better. I thought I'd have a lot more money in my bank account, but to no avail. Uh, things have improved. Uh, my credit score is up. I'm fair. I'm no longer poor. I am fair. And that's a huge deal. Uh, actually, it's really huge. I think it's jumped. Since the pandemic has started, it has jumped 75 points. So I'm pretty proud of that. The scale, on the other hand, has not jumped, or it's not jumped the right way, which makes me sad. About two weeks ago, the last episode, I believe I talked about trying to make some changes, and it was the coming up on the anniversary of my brother passing away on the 27th of July. And I was going to try to make this push to lose weight before my birthday. Uh, My goal was to be under a certain weight by the 15th. It was a lofty goal. It was quite the lofty goal. But I thought, you know, two weeks of walking and eating lunch and doing all the things that maybe I would get close, you know. 16 pounds is a lot to lose in two weeks, especially when you're not working out with a personal trainer. I was just walking, doing some light stuff at the house. I wasn't going, you know, ham. I wasn't going all out. But I thought, you know, if I changed my eating habits, didn't eat any fried foods, didn't eat, drink any sodas, ate a relatively healthy lunch and smoothies for breakfast and took my pre-workout and my protein smoothies and eat a sensible dinner, I thought maybe the combination of all of that would help me get a little closer. And I told my mom to take my scale. I weighed in on the first. The number was way higher than I thought it was going to be. And I weighed in so I could log it for the first. I gave my mom my scale and I told her Don't let me weigh myself. Hide it, put it somewhere I can't find it. Until my birthday. I was going to get up next Saturday, or Saturday the 15th, and weigh myself and see what I lost. And the first week, I was doing pretty good. I um, made my lunch every day for work. I made tuna salad. Um... Or not tuna salad. Chicken salad with grapes and celery. um, Grilled chicken breast. 
you know, light, not a lot of mayo. It was, it was just, it was a nice late lunch. Lasted me all week. Um, or almost all week. I had tuna on Friday. I had my snacks. I was drinking my water, my cucumber lemon water. I forgot how much I liked that. I hadn't had any sodas. I was drinking my Gatorade Zeros, which have no no calories, no sugar, um, no sodium, which is a plus. I thought I was doing really well. I was walking every day. I was walking twice a day, except for one day. It rained. But every day, every work day, except for Tuesday last week, I walked at my lunch break and I walked after work. Here's where I went wrong. Saturday, Friday. I I don't even remember anymore. It's sad. I want to say Friday. Let's go with Friday. Friday, I get home. I go, okay, you know what? Or wait, was it Saturday? No, it was Friday. I'm sorry. It was Friday. I go take a shower. And I tell my mom, hey, mom, let me get the scale. I just want to see how far I've got. And she goes, I thought you didn't want, I thought you didn't want to know. I was like, I know, but I just, I kind of want to just, it's kind of eating at me. I kind of want to know how far, like, I'm thinking maybe I've knocked down like a good seven, eight pounds, right? And if I did seven, eight pounds, maybe, just maybe, I could hit 16, right? So I was thinking. I hopped up on that scale and it said five pound weight loss. Now, five pounds in a week is phenomenal. Most, you know, most fitness people tell you a couple pounds a week would be, on average, would be a nice, you know, steady progression. Five pounds would be a lot. Let me tell you how devastated that was by those five pounds. Because I'm like, yo, I'm out here eating rabbit food. I'm eating salads and whatever for dinner. And I only lost five pounds. I'm like, I'm walking my butt off in 85 degree weather. <sighs> okay. I, I'm not going to lie. It hurt. It really hurt. But I kept walking. I walked on Saturday. Um, shout out to my friend Otis. He pushed me to walk for two miles on Sunday. I ended up walking 2.75 on my trip, uh, I think through the course of the day, I think I got past three miles, but um, my little Nike Run Club app, I walked 2.75 miles from from my high school, my former high school's parking lot around the neighborhood and back. It was 2.75 miles. And the hardest part was the last hill, damn you, Kimber Road. Anywho, um, so seeing only five pounds, that kind of, and the push from Otis, I was like, okay, Sunday we walked from, you know, almost three miles, it was a hot day, I think I had like a chicken sandwich for dinner, I'll admit, I had some fries with it, I was really craving fries, and I was like, you know, with this chicken sandwich and fries, I can't really put a dent into what I've done, right, 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 tell me why I foolishly, foolishly just weigh myself, my mom's not home, it's just me and the cat, it's quiet, so I was like, you know what, I think she keeps the scale in her room, let me go, let me just see how I'm doing, it's Tuesday, I got a couple days, you know, Gauge out the rest of my week. See how hard I got to go. Tell me why I gained five pounds. And then some. Tell me why I gained the five pounds that I previously lost. In addition to another three. How, Sway? How? I'm on the verge of tears right now. Like, I am literally on the verge of tears. 
ready to just go put some shorts on, grab my keys and wallet, and just go take a ride and get some chicken wings. Because what the hell am I doing this for? Or not even what am I doing it for? What what am I doing? It's nothing. It's not working. I literally had a chicken sandwich and a few fries, and I'm eight pounds heavier than I was or seven pounds and some change heavier than I was on Friday? How? I ain't drank no sodas. I ain't had no ice cream. I ended my popsicle uh, habit. I miss them. Like, I bought, like, the 100-calorie small little popcorn snack thingy. Like, I am trying. How the hell... Did I gain five pounds from Friday and then tack on another two? Like, I'm so mad right now. And I came straight home from work. It's it's 6.30 almost. I came straight home from work, mostly because it was about the thunderstorm and I really had to go to the bathroom, to be honest with you. And I got home at like a quarter to five. And I was like, you know, I'm going to just come in the house, go to the bathroom. The sky opened up started raining. I said, well, I guess that, you know, knocks my walk. Let me go throw some laundry in there. Mom's not home. I'll do some laundry while it's quiet. If the sun comes back out, I'll get some dinner and then I'll go for a walk around eight o'clock when it's cool, just before it gets dark. Nice little plan, right? It thunderstorms, it rains, it pours. I throw laundry in there, sitting here with the cat watching it rain. And that's when I stupidly go get on the scale. And the sun's out, you know, just how I thought it would be. But I'm afraid to eat dinner. Like, like I really want to just go, after I put the clothes in the dryer, I just want to go upstairs and cry. Actually, no, scratch that. Because I'm hungry, I just want to go to the wing place up the street and get some wings and fries and then cry. Like, what the hell? Seriously, what the hell? I'm out here doing push-ups. I'm walking. Like, am I, is this the biggest loser? Am I bench pressing and doing all this working out stuff? No. But in the, in the, the changes I've made, like I said, I figured there would be a change, not weight gain, and I tried to rationalize, and I said, you know what? Okay, you know what? <sighs> Breathe, Chris. Breathe. Like, you feel like your legs are stronger. You know, you're stretching. Like, you you walk in hills a little bit better. Your pace is a little bit better on your walks. Just breathe. Don't freak out. Don't freak out. Then I was like, okay, you know what? A little TMI. I said, period just ended yesterday. I said, maybe the weight gain is, you know, some monthly womanly issue, some hormone shifts, some water retention. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's not me. Maybe I'm not crazy. Maybe the fluctuation of my body, you know, being 40 years old and, you know, maybe the cycle threw something out. Yeah, okay. I was trying to, that doesn't sound good enough for me though, dog. Like, that might factor into it, yes. But seven pounds in two days, like, I swear for God. Like, I might as well just eat wings. I'm so frustrated. And I wasn't, earlier today, it was like 95 degrees outside. And I'm like, ooh, it looks like we're not walking today. Maybe we'll just try to do a light workout in the basement. We'll do something... But then, the, like I said, then it started raining, skies opened up, the temperature cooled down a little bit. So I adjusted and was like, okay, bet, we'll come, we'll do some laundry, we'll still, you know, we'll get something to eat, we'll go for a walk. Yeah, 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 yeah. I had worked it out. The devil, the devil made me get on that scale and mess, and mess me up. Why did I get on that scale? 
Why did I get on that scale? I, for the life of me, can't figure out why why I got on the scale. What did I have to gain by getting on that scale? Sometimes ignorance is bliss. You don't know what you don't know. And now I know. And now I'm in my feelings and I want to quit and I want to get chicken wings and watch Beyonce's Black is King finally on Disney Plus tonight. Call it a day. And honestly, there's nothing wrong with it in the grand scheme of things. Everybody has an off day, you know. Sometimes Michael Jordan misses the last shot. Try again tomorrow. But the other part of me is like, dog, like, come on. I'm just really hurt right now. And my birthday's in four days, three days. And that scale is seven pounds heavier than it was two days ago, three days ago, Friday. When I weighed on on the first, I weighed 316 pounds. When I weighed on on Friday, I was 311 pounds, 311.8, if you want to be, you know, a stickler. I just got on the scale right now, it's 318.2. Two zero kept fluctuating, but what the hell? And I was feeling good. I, I got about three hours of sleep last night, uninterrupted, without the cat. I still toss and turn because of the heat, but my cat didn't wake me up in the middle of the night. That's rare, and I do mean rare. I still woke up a full hour before my alarm, so I guess there's pros and cons. I got dressed this morning, and outfit felt pretty good. Made my smoothie, my mom's made tuna for me for lunch. I, I had, you know, I had a little confidence, had a little pep in my stuff today. I'm like, yeah, you know what, I gotta be down a couple pounds. Yeah, nah. It was all an illusion. Ignorance. Ignorance is bliss. And I got three days. I don't even know, dog. I don't even know. And the sad thing is, or the, the infuriating thing is, as I was feeling down yesterday, and I came across... Shout out to Tabitha Brown. But she needs her own show. Or something. You know what? No, because I might corrupt her. She Give her all the things. She's like the, the best thing since sliced bread. But she had posted a video that I had stumbled upon early in the morning. And it was like, I know you're feeling, uh, paraphrase, I know you're feeling down. You know, but, you know, some of it was the cliche, God didn't bring you this far to bring you this far. But, it, you know, the way she talks with her southern drawl and, like, the way, the sweet way she speaks, like, it was comforting. And I don't get that. Like, I don't get talked to like that at all, ever. I don't, I don't get the... The oh baby, sweet, you know, it'll be all right. I don't I don't get that. No one ever talks to me sweetly or gently. I'm never handled with care. I'm never handled with, you know, as if I'm fragile. Like I could cry right now talking about this. Like the tears are welling up in my eyes. Like no one talks to me that sweet. I think that's why I like her video. I save Every video that's not, like, vegan food, where she's actually just, you know, like a two, three minute little inspirational something was on her spirit, I save them all. I save them in a folder called encouragement. 
because that that's the only way I get it. With a sweet tone to it. Like, this is so hard. Do you know how hard it is to lose weight at 40 years old when you've been overweight for the better part of 20 some odd years? In addition to that, working someplace where you are grossly underappreciated in a toxic environment. And then you come home and you live with someone who's your mom, who loves you. But doesn't love you the way that you need to be loved. Because clearly, if I was doing well as a person, I wouldn't be living here, now would I? Now granted, She's 70 years old now, and her memory is going, and I'm quite concerned. And I may actually have to stay here to take care of her at some point. And I don't want that at all. But I don't get the emotional support that I need. And that support that I need would really be helpful on days like today, which is literally every goddamn day. Now, to her credit, she's gone with me on my walks in the evening and on the weekends except for Sunday. But do you know how hard it is to try to eat a salad or make a smoothie with spinach and kale? And baby girl's got smoked turkey necks and neck bones and greens. And she's frying fish and frying pork chops and frying chicken. And no one can, I can't say nothing to her. She's been, she's been thinner than me since I was in high school. Like we were the same size at one point when I was like 14, 15, 14. Somewhere around there. She used to wear my cross-colored clothes. And I'm like, yo, like, wait. And she weighs a buck 65. She's 5'7". She weighs a buck 65. I haven't been a buck since, a buck 65 since, like, Mary J. Blige released What's the 411. No. Yeah. I don't think I've been a buck since 65 since 1994. Maybe 95. Maybe 95. So 25 years, dog. I've outweighed my mom for 25 years. And I'm as big as I've ever been. Well, no. If I had gained like another 10 pounds, I'd be as big as I've ever been. But you know how hard it is to lose weight when you're around someone who is your goal weight and they can eat literally whatever they want and she's 70 it's like the hunger strike episode of the boondocks where Rallo Goodlow was sitting in the limousine eating and smacking in, in, in uh, Huey's ear and here he's on the hunger strike and he's like mm, mm, excuse me you know um, we got to come together like that's what it's like. So you take that, you take crappy work, you take uh, crappy sleep because of the cat that you can hear in the background meowing because he likes to eat at very odd times. You take a a a, a lack of, of encouraging support system, a daily support system. Like, when I have a bad day, I would like someone to just be like, it's going to be all right. You can, you know, you can do this tomorrow. You can, you can do it. Something, something soft and encompassing. Not, 
well, you need to just cut out starchy foods. And I'm like, what starchy foods? Where are you seeing me eat starchy foods? I was like, I haven't had pancakes. I was eating pancakes every Saturday and Sunday. Or every Sunday. I was like, I'm staring at the box of Hungry Jack on top of the refrigerator. Like, I would love to eat some pancakes. I cut that out. I cut out my popsicles. I cut out soda. I'm drinking Gatorade Zero. Gatorade Zero. Water with cucumber and lemon. These punks went to went to Wendy's and got Frosties for the whole fam. So you want one? Nah, I'm good. You sure? Nah, nah, you guys have fun. And I gained, what, seven pounds? Like, what am I denying myself all these foods that I like if I'm still going to gain weight? I'm just really frustrated. And now it's 6.35. And I've been talking for 25 minutes. And I'm nowhere near a resolution. I gotta eat something for dinner. I don't want to go to bed hungry. I mean, it wouldn't be the first time. And I'm gonna do it all again tomorrow. What for? If I'm gaining seven pounds in three days. I ain't had no wings. I ain't had no McDonald's. And like I said, yeah, maybe. Maybe I chalk it up to womanly hormones and water retention and bloating and such. And maybe that's part of it. Who knows? I don't know. I'm not a GYN. I don't know how the female body works in that way fully. I know what happens every month, but I don't know the, the hormone chemical imbalance and all the other stuff. But if I sit here and make tuna for tomorrow and do my laundry and go upstairs and do squats and do push-ups and tomorrow's a little cool, if I walk, if I do the stuff that I did last week and I get on that scale on Saturday and it says like 316 or 315, I'm going to be fucking hurt. Like, I know people who's just like, oh, I just cut out soda and I was 10 pounds. Like, where is that for me, dog? I walked twice a day. Every day last week. And I barely lost five pounds. Like, what do I got? Like, I'm, it's too hot to be out here doing all this extra stuff. Like, I don't, I'm a big person. Now you see people like, oh, I started walking 30 minutes a day and I'm lost all this weight. I'm like, where is that for me? And I know there's no quick fix. Like, I, I drink the fat burner before I go for a walk. Like, I have the protein in my smoothies. I cut back on the amount of smoothies I drink. I was like, you know what, less fruit, more spinach, more kale. Instead of drinking two of them bad boys, or three, really, I was like, okay, let me just cut it down to just one. That's enough. I'll get some grapes for a mid-morning. Like, I'm making these changes, dog. Why the hell doesn't the scale reflect that? I'm tired of being fat. Like, why can't it just fall off? And I can hear somebody, you know, you know, it didn't come overnight. Like, apparently it effing does. If I can gain seven pounds in two days and and, and nary a nugget or a wing in sight, no cheesesteaks. Well, I wouldn't eat cheesesteaks. But, like, literally, I had a chicken sandwich from the sandwich shop up the street and some fries. Like, that's the worst thing I've had in 11 days. That that doesn't warrant waking. Not like this. 
It's like, I know I didn't get 318 pounds over that. I realize that. But come on, dog. Like, come on. I don't. I don't know. And it feels so damn lonely, man. It feels so lonely. And I I deleted Facebook off my phone. And I just got Twitter and Instagram. And Twitter, I keep just to kind of stay current with news and such. And it's also an escape, too. Because there's funny stuff and, you know, memes and such. And Instagram, you know, I've, I've found some really positive um, pages to follow on Instagram that have really been working, like, or at least they did last week. It's just so frustrating. Like, it's just so frustrating. And then on a personal note, so it's a pandemic. We all know this. I work in healthcare. Mom's a seventy. My nephew works at a nursing home. So we're we're extra diligent about not doing the most. We go home. We go to work. Whatever, whatever. Well, not mom. She retired. But you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not trying to get sick. We keep lights all at the door. Wash your hands. I keep sanitizer with me. Like, I am serious about this. I can't afford to get sick. Like, I'm high risk. Right? And I work with someone, or I live with someone who is 70. So she didn't have any underlying conditions. I do. But she's still older. Right? Okay. I haven't seen my friends. I miss my friends. I would love to go see them. But in the back of my mind, I go, you know what? It would be me who goes to see them and we go to the restaurant and I would be the one to catch COVID. That would be my luck. So I've restrained, refrained from going to see my friends, even though the urge is kicked in and I've wanted to just go to drive to Buffalo or drive across town to see my friends. But I said, no, no, no. The responsible thing is just keep low. You'll see them eventually. The love is there. I check in, we call, we text, whatever. Friday night? Friday night. In a in a sleep haze. I just really missed my friends. And I had texted with my best friend earlier that day and we had made a plan. Okay, we're gonna see each other socially distance, see each other at the mall, not at the mall in the parking lot. She parks her Subaru, I'll park my Jeep, we sit in the back of the hatchbacks, we'll talk. Six feet apart. At least I could lay eyes on her. Okay. So that was Friday. Friday earlier today. So I was like, okay, I connected with that one. I'm going to see her. You know what? There's another friend that I really wanted to see. I really miss. Like, I really miss this person. Miss hanging out with this person. Doing stuff. Yay. I text that to them. 10 o'clock at night. 10.30. Promptly fall asleep. Like, you know, like, you see the meme where, you know, 10.30, they send a text, 10.31, sleep, that was literally me. Fell asleep with the TV on, the phone was, like, laid across my chest. I didn't hear the notification go off an hour later when he responded. Tell me why the response was, you that bored? With the, with the thinking thinking emoji someone tells you that you miss hanging out with them and your response is you that bored now whether or not that was in jest or tongue in cheek nah 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 I didn't see that I sent that text message at 10.30 their reply was at like 11.15 like I said I was out cold I didn't see the message until one something when Bear woke me up for me to feed him. When I looked at that phone and saw that message, I was done. 
did I pour my heart out to you? No. Did I confess undying love to you? No. I just I miss hanging out with you. And that's your response, dog. We're in a global pandemic. People are dying, getting sick left and right. I am trying to communicate how much you matter to me in my life. Trying to do that across the board. Trying to be better about that. Since, you know, time is a construct and, you know, the days seem limited in 2020 this year. And that's your response? You see what I'm working with in my life? Do you see? Do you see? Now, you know, well, it's one person. Yeah, but it's one person too many. I have a very small circle of friends. Like, circle so small and superior. Shout out to Aubrey. Like, it is a small circle of friends. Now, granted, you know, Facebook and whatever, Facebook might say I have 300 some of my friends. But the people that I talk to that have my phone number, is small. And to get that response, it just added to the, added fuel to the fire. Like, I just felt so alone. So dismissed, in addition to all the other dismissals. The struggle is real. I'm about to turn 41. And I'm still 300 some odd pounds. It just don't. I don't know. Like, and I was feeling good. Like the watch, I was putting the watch on a different rung on the Apple Watch on a different rung. My bracelet that I wear every day, my little never give up bracelet. Ironic, my never give up little motivational bracelet that I wear every day was feeling a little loose. Was kind of falling down on the arm a little bit. I was feeling good. I thought I was making some progress. And then, bam, boom, boom, bam. It's just really frustrating, y'all. And I know, I know I'm not supposed to give up. I know I'm not supposed to quit. I know I have to keep trucking. I know consistency is key. I know discipline is what gets you to the your goals. I know all of that. But it's just really frustrating. It's just really, really frustrating. And I got to pick myself back up and dust myself off and try again. I just... I don't know. I just, I I wish I could, I wish I had a shoulder to cry on. A literal shoulder that I could cry on. I wish, you know, some auntie where I could just throw my face into their chest and just cry and weep. I don't have that. I've never had that. I've had the auntie, but. And yeah, that's a, probably a whole separate subject of, you know, strong black women and never allowed to be sensitive or fragile. Well, damn it, I am. I'm a 300-pound sensitive teddy bear that cries easily and gets hurt easily. And no one seems to give a shit about that. Like, it feels like, like, it feels like, you know, you see a kid and they fall and scrape their knee, or they fall down and they start crying, like, it's like walking off, you'll be alright. That's that's what it feels like. That's what my life feels like. 
if if the acknowledgement of the fall, honestly, if they actually acknowledge the fall is walk it off, you're fine. No. No, I'm not fine. I haven't been fine. Can't you see that, dog? Every inch of fat on my body is evidence that I'm not freaking fine. This isn't lazy. This isn't, like, I don't really love food that much. I'm not fine. There's a skit on the Black Lady Sketch Show. Uh, the Invisible Woman. And Ashley Nicole Black, who's the, 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 the bigger girl on the show. And the whole joke is that, like, no one can see her. When I tell you, like, that, that whole sketch, I felt seen in a sense, ironically pun on, or play on words, pun intended. Like, to be a big black woman and to feel invisible at the same time is the world's biggest oxymoron mind screw. Because at work, I take up space with my sheer presence and I invoke fear into all of them. The way they jump when I move or when I walk or when I walk by the way people don't make eye contact with me and look down at the ground when they walk next to me or they try to come in front of me or something like that, the apologies and the the fear that you can see. But when I have an idea, when I have something with my brain that I can contribute to the office, It's like, I sound like Charlie Brown's uh, teacher. Like, they don't understand me. I take up space in this house. I'm a big person. My clothes are big. My shoes are big. I take up space. It's two people and a cat living in a three-bedroom house. I take up space. Physically. My physical size is always the forefront. The biggest part about me isn't my body. Physically, it is. The biggest part about me is my heart. And that gets unnoticed. That goes unnoticed. And it's a big heart. And it's sensitive. And it bruises easily. And it gets hurt easily. And it breaks often. And it feels like, a lot of the times, that no one cares that it breaks. And no one's trying to help me repair it. No one wants to fix it. No one even wants to put a Band-Aid on it. And I got to fix it by myself. And I got to repair it by myself. And I don't. And I don't know how. And I've been putting band-aids. And gauze. And ace bandages. And I've been doing all these little. Things to try to fix this. And it's like. No one says, you know what, I got you. Here. This is what you're supposed to do. Or let me do it for you. Or let me help you. I know what to do. I've been there before. I see you struggling. Let me help you. I don't get that. Go to the grocery store. 
two bags and a, and a big thing of Gatorade yesterday. An 18 pack of Gatorade. Gatorade Zero. Two guys watched me struggle. Now, I know in the age of COVID, you don't want to get close to whatever, but we're all wearing masks. You think anybody offered to help? Or let me get you a cart? Or let me get you something? Let me give you a hand? Let me take that off your hand? No. To be seen and be ignored. Everybody in the world has advice on how I need to lose weight, in a sense. Try keto. Low carbs, high fats. Do this, do CrossFit. Beach body on demand. Walk here, do this, eat this, try this, don't eat that. And that's all well and good. One, they never ask before they offer advice. Two, no, I'm not even going to say two. I'm just really tired. I'm really frustrated. And I'm, I'm, you know what it's like, and it's my final analogy, because I'm, I'm crying, and I'm hungry, and I'm tired of standing here recording. My life is, my life is Tetris. But instead of starting on level one, where the pieces come down slowly and you can strategically place them, I'm on like level eight, where the pieces are coming quick and you gotta make a split, split second decision as to where they can go, the best place for them to go in order for you to knock them down. It's coming too fast. And I, it feels like I'm at the top and I can't get the right pieces to fall in the place. I can't find the pieces to fall in the right place to knock all this down. And it's overwhelming. And every day feels like I'm starting the game over right at level nine. I don't get... I don't get a start over and I start fresh. Like I turn the game off and the next day, level nine, boom, right out the gate. And that's frustrating and that's pressure. And you play Super Mario and you die and you get your three lives and you finally die or you give up. You say, you know, I'm I'm, I'm starting over. I'm going to hit the reset button on the Nintendo. When you hit that reset button on the Nintendo, you go back to 101, the basic board, the opening level. You don't like the way you... You jumped on the flagpole, you want to try again, you want to get a better score, reset button, start over. I don't, I don't have that. It's like me, my life is like the end of each level and you're trying to you're trying to beat Bowser. That's where I come in at. And I don't come in as big Mario. I don't even come in as Mario with the fireballs. I'm little Mario. Trying to beat Bowser. Every day. 
every damn day. Do you know how much pressure that is? Every day. I make one mistake and I'm back seven pounds. Or in Mario's case, he gets falls into the vat of fire. Or he gets blazed by one of Bowser's fire-breathing dragon things. That's so much. That's so much pressure. Every day is that pressure. Every day is level nine. Every day is a Bowser. And I'm sitting here and it's it's seven o'clock now. And I'm starving. I haven't eaten anything since one o'clock. And I want to get something to eat. And I'm scared. Because if I get something to eat, it's gonna. I'm already 318. I just weighed myself two hours ago. If I make one more decision, one wrong decision tonight, does the scale go up? If I don't eat anything and I just drink water and go to bed, will the scale go down because I starved myself? And then I gotta make all the right decisions the next day. Eat the tuna, eat my grapes, drink my smoothie, go for a walk twice a day, and hope, and hope that that's enough to make the scale go down. And try again the next day, and try again the next day, and try again the next day. You know how many next days? Do you know how many next days it's going to be to be even close to my goal? If I gain this little weight in this little weekend, what the hell, dude? Like, I... This is hard. This is really hard. And I need all the well wishes and prayers and positive thoughts and good vibes my way because this is this is too much. This is a lot. 